The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep Hi, everybody. This is Sarah. Hi, this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. And maybe yeah. husband Jamie's guitar playing. Upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah. Yep. I bet you can hear it. It could be both. You probably can. Oh, jeez. What are you going to do, though? How, Sarah, welcome back after a glorious birthday weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just end it at that. We'll end it at that. We did have some fun at the we zombie pub, pub crawl. That was fun. Yep. Actually, that was fun, and I was absolutely amazed by the creative mm-hmm. costuming. Mm-hmm. People went all They out. really did. It made me happy. I know. To see how many, like, hundreds of adults dressed up to the, I mean, dressed up full throttle. They went all out. Oh, my God. It was great. Uh, the winner of the female costume was this shorty. I mean, who, it was the best thing I'd ever seen. She was small. She was yeah. tiny, she was tiny, one petite. Foot one. Yes. And she fucking dressed up like Danny DeVito. I mean, his twin. It was hysterical. Sarah pissed her pants. I, I just, I'm so glad she won because I thought that's the best. That's the one I responded the most to. I know. Everyone was dying and she just marched up like yeah. Frank Reynolds I mean, she and did. was like, yep. She owned it. Give me a bar. Give me a beer. And it was, or give me a bar too. Yeah. Because it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Right. I, it yep. was so good. I'm so great. glad she won. Yeah, so we had some fun this weekend. We celebrated Halloween and uh, Sarah's birthday, her favorite holiday. It is. It was fun. It You're was right. fun. Yep. Um, before we start our episode, do you do you want to talk about our glitter in our shitter of a week? Obvi. Okay, you go first. So. I think I forgot to get a glitter in the shitter. I was so excited about the comment that I forgot the glitter right. in the shitter. You go first, and then I'll think of one really, really quick. Okay. Wee. Mine, believe it or not, is a hair, is a curling iron for hair. Because I've bought every kind of curling iron, and my hair is stick straight, and I usually look like a homeless <laughs> or in the picture you just took, um, a Cockney boot black from 1800s. <laughs> or a paper boy just, from 1910. Yeah, that was accidentally funny. It, you um, weren't trying to, to look like look a Cockney like no. boot black. Um, but I did. Um, so 
I saw one and I thought, you know what? I'm going to try it. And it's kind of spendy. But I got the beach waver. That one that you push the button and goes, and, and it, it turns. turns. It curls your hair. And my hair is stick straight. It actually curls your hair. And the curl will like last the entire day. And I've never had that happen to me in my entire life. Usually I curl my hair and it'll be curly. And then I leave 20 minutes later, it sticks straight again. And this like it, I don't know. It, it It's the same temperature, whatever. But it like your hair stays in a curl and it's super easy because you don't have to twist your arm. You just twist the thing and it's like a perfect little curl and you can do beach waves or ringlets and they just show you, they show you how to like change your curl. So Beth, our friend listener, Beth um, has had one of those for a while because she says she's inept at hair curling and like just really doesn't know. How yeah, to me curl too. Hair. Yeah. You know how to curl well, hair. You've always work. had beautiful hair no. when you've tried to do it. It's gorgeous. Um, but she's had one for a while, but I just I didn't even try it because I just didn't know how. But your hair I was curls afraid, really well. So you yeah, I was use... afraid it was gonna like eat my hair no, or like it doesn't suck at all. it up in there. No, so it doesn't. It's it's I was terrified. Super easy. You can do your hair, your whole head of hair in ten minutes. And the curl stays. Is it hot? It's super hot. I mean, it gets to like 410. Um, But most people curl around if you need it to stay like at 400, I heard. I just put on heat protectant or whatever. I mean, it will probably fall out. Yeah, it has to be really hot. Um, No, it's like I was so amazed that it worked that I threw away every other thing. I have like a flat iron still, but I threw away everything else because I'm like, I finally found something after 40 years that works. Hmm. And that you don't... I don't know. It for me it does. So it was like ninety nine or something, but I had a coupon or whatever and got seventy or something. So but it it works. When did you get it? Um, like three weeks ago. So did you have did you do it before your hair on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, it looked good. Why do I keep yawning? My God. Just What's wrong with me? Inappropriate. It is inappropriate. I have a job to do, and I just is, fucking can't. Did you even, even think of your bargain of your glitter, it. or is your glitter just not diarrheaing your pants this week? No, I still diarrheaed. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, my. Okay, here's my. Oh, hot coming in hot glitter in the yeah. shitter. So if you all have not ever made the ham and cheese sliders with Hawaiian buns. Oh, you do good at those. You are yeah. missing out. Um, this is my go-to. And so on Halloween, I like to have a party for the, like, I just always want it to be, f- I love Halloween. So I always make like, I made cocktail meatballs, you know, in my crock pot yeah. for the day. And then I made a, Uh, two pans of ham sliders, ham and cheese sliders. And I made hot apple cider. I had that in the crock pot so the kids could have something hot when they came in. And so I just like to make a party out of it. I had crackers and cheese and whatever. Um, So I made ham and cheese sliders. Do we have any drinks or beer or anything in this house? Can I put... Um, the Georgia peach spray room that's spray. That's probably Rachel That's going to be poisonous. Um, of the pooping and the pissing on their stuff. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. Jamie can bring a beer. You put, you buy the Hawaiian buns. Yes. The, they're sweet. Yeah. 
Like if you eat them, and the buns fluffy. themselves taste yeah. like candy. Yeah. And then you slap some mayo on there and you go to the deli and you get some thinly sliced ham cheese. Ham cheese? I didn't know there no? was a ham cheese. Nope. You get some thinly sliced ham and some Swiss cheese. And yeah. you put that on the bread. And you cook it? And then over the top of the buns, I mean, you cut the buns in half yeah. and you put the, you know, the meat and like cheese a in there. Like a sandwich, correct. And then you melt butter and poppy seeds. Yeah. And Worcestershire sauce and mustard. Oh. And you spread that on the top? And onion powder. Oh. And you mix it together and you pour that on the top. And it's the best shit you've ever eaten. And I will post the shit out of yeah. this. Put on a our recipe because people like your recipes. Yeah. So that's my glitter in the well, shirt. Because I made it and no one complained and everyone ate it. And my sister took some home for lunch in the morning because they're so easy. You just yeah. put them in the microwave for 30 seconds and they warm up and they're delicious day two and day three. Maybe yeah. iffy on day four. I'm not sure. But there there's never any for day four because yeah, people they're delicious and they're gone. So ham and cheese sliders with poppy seed butter, bitches. That's number one. That'll make your shitty week go better. And it takes one second to make. So make your family happy. Make yourself happy. Make some of that shit. People will enjoy it. How's that? That was great. That was my off-the-cuff glitter in the shitter. Well, that would make anyone's week. I got um, so excited about the music of this year that I um, yeah. couldn't even think of a glitter in the shitter. Um, oh shit! Now I got to get my comment of the week. I got the, I got it, but I All just right. our com- We still don't have a name, so we're, we meant to put a poll, and that was on me, and I forgot to put the poll up. But I sent you like some. Yeah, but I never responded. Of, no, no. We'll put that up. So our comment, our favorite comments on our Facebook group. So join if you listen. Like us on, we have a Facebook page. You can like us and that will kind of send you to the group mm-hmm. or you can just look for the group. Um, mine was when Kim Pankow. Pankow. <laughs> Amy's going to kill me again. <laughs> I like to call her Pankow. What about Kim herself? She might want to fucking kill you too. I know she will. <laughs> she posted that her husband takes her favorite coffee mug to work and so she put her sir no (laughs) sticker on it and i reminded that my husband is a fucker and lost my Mm -hmm. he-man wig cup um but the comment that was hilarious the comment that made me laugh was from taylor milligan sloan who wrote print up a sticker yeah print one up that says i like dick if he ever takes your cup to work again and i just pictured this poor man walking around clueless with a cup that says i like dick on the side <laughs> and just all his co-workers saying that's an interesting choice oh it made me laugh that was a good one I loved it. I really related <laughs> to Molly Rex's post of yes, how to keep track of your gunt. Um, I have been feeling a lot of sadness and shame about my body lately. I say, who cares? Let it all I hang know. loose. I usually do. 
and I've never been one to base my self-worth on my body at all. Like I've never really cared, but I've never also been as fat as I am right now. So anyway, the woman who was smashed up against the wall, um, (laughs) measuring her boobs, where her boobs used to be in 2008 to where they are now. That's actually quite a good idea. In 2021. Um, and then you could see, right, like her back rolls. And I was just like, fuck, that's me. That's me. And that's everybody. Um, then also today, someone just posted in our group the picture of the sweater. Did you see that? <laughs> I thought so too. I thought it was her boobs coming out of her belly button. Steph Vandermeulen then posted. That's designed by a yes. man. So anyway, Steph, you're my winner of the week because although Molly Rex posted the measuring your boobs, your comment was my favorite because you wrote this hurts i'd have to do both sides because one hangs even lower yeah. than the other like our friend poor melanie like, f- yes one vagina is longer than the other she has one vagina lip that's very long <laughs> and so yeah. when she tries on pants she says do you have any that fits uh, that are long in the even? vagina yeah i need some long in the labia <laughs> just on one side just on the right side and uh, they don't know what to do with that. So, Steph, that was my favorite comment. And it then the good. fact that you posted that sweater with the boob fluff Terrible coming design. out of the... I mean, who... What's that supposed to be for? It's just a sweater. And it's ill Well, is it because the model is too skinny? Or is it just that it sticks out like tits no, from the middle? No, it's ill-informed. Yeah, it's a poor design. It is. And some company made it. I, I don't know. And it even looks kind of like what's well, probably not from Amazon. Twelve hundred dollars too. And then Christy Sisson wrote the way she's looking down. I could feel her thinking, I wish I could find a good bra. Yeah. <laughs> they hang down and then do a quick turn to the left. Just I mean, yeah. and mine do that. So I felt it. So Steph, you're the best. You're my best. Poster yes, they were the so week. good this week. It was hard to pick. So hard to pick. Live, love, wash on the I, dog. I know. Spray. It's just fucking, it's too much. The living and loving. Yeah. We have a live, love, gunt coming too. That seems to be stickers. very popular. Yeah. So I'm excited. That's on the way. It's in the mail. For those. Yes. We also have a fabulous glitter in the shitter that's going to come up. We'll probably say it for ours next week, but Sarah and I have something in the works for this weekend. We're actually emceeing a fashion show. Believe it or not. um, At Charlie's, which is a restaurant in our dear town. It's an awesome bar and restaurant on the lake. Of Pryor Every Of the Pryor lake and there it's a breast cancer fundraiser it'll be wonderful yes so we are the mc we're gonna have to watch our p's and q's we're gonna have to be appropriate find a balance and that's hard for us it's very hard for us all right but that's coming up three new patreons we have to get we're just gonna (gasps) something's happening no what's happening these are broken mine are broken okay um and we'll get you patreons episodes you guys i'm so i'm pointing a finger right now at somebody me. that um is not allowing or i just to have extra I just i had to tell you i had a rough week um i did as well <laughs> did you hear about my week for me yes you did 
I did. Anyway, these Patreons, thank you so much. We um, are just totally blown away again that people want to hear our foulness. We have quite a few episodes in our Patreon just for pa- Patreons. We are getting our questions together as well. We have to have Nut Bar or we can just do it. We'll film all that. I'll in an episode. ask you the questions. Yeah. yeah, we'll film all that and try to get it as soon as possible, like it this week. Um, We're going to be busy on Saturday. Well, we can do like a Wednesday or Thursday or something for an hour. We could. Um, Liz Who are B. these people? Liz Who are these people? B. Liz Thank you, Liz. B. Hopefully it is Liz Taylor Fortinsky Warner Burton. That's Liz B. Hilton. Liz Burton. Or it could be Lizzie Borden. Oh, yeah. no. It could be Lizzie <gasps> Borden. Um, Tom Kazmarzik. 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 Are you related, Tom? Are you related to Jane? He may be. I hope so. And because thank you, Tom. Have you heard her do the her new um, show that she was doing? And Thirty Rock was the rural juror. (laughs) (laughs) That's the hardest thing to ever say. Rural juror. (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst name ever. And. So thank you, Tom and Shannon Hartfield. Shannon, Shannon. thank you so much. So you guys are going to get stickers. You can get some of our new ones. I don't know why Otto is now down here. Probably He's just trying to piss. At us. He heard me say rural juror yeah, he and like, he was he likes all that. in. Look oh. at he just yeah. sat down. He was like, yep. He's ready to watch rural juror. Rural juror. Thank you to Liz and Tom and Shannon. Um, thank you. Thank you. I'll be sending you a little prize pack. Um, and we'll be getting you stuff soon mm-hmm. god damn it all right we are going back to the same unsolved mysteries we watched before that was with grace brown the poor unfortunate whose boyfriend pushed her off the boat and now she haunts all the staff that does mushrooms in that <laughs> turtle dick yeah and so this was an episode or this was a little nugget in the middle of that episode. So it's Unsolved Mysteries Season 8, Episode 7. I just happened to catch it. Yes. And it's a great one. Mm-hmm. You did a great job. And it is in the year 1977, a year I believe we haven't done the 70s too much, which Mm-mm. we should. Um, they're great. And people were getting murdered left and right oh, in the 70s. Constantly. So I don't know why well, this one hasn't popped what up. What movie do you think I was excited about in 77 that came out? Um, anything with John Travolta. One. Yes. What's the other one? God damn it. It wasn't. It was Star Wars. Yes. Star Wars. <laughs> I was pointing to the giant C3PO. Yeah, she has a C3PO sitting. It was Jamie's when he was little. Oh yeah, it's cute, kind of. Um, Star Wars came out. The very first Star yes, Wars? Yes, the very first Star Wars. It's four, and now that is dumb. And it's just the first Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, that's what I call it. Um, it was in only 32 theaters. The film, The movie company that put it out... Did not have any confidence in it. Thought it was weird as fuck. And they put all their press into a movie that came out at the same time called The Other Side of Midnight, which I don't even know what that is. Nobody does. I don't know. I should have looked it up. And of course, Star Wars became like a completely 
a whole thing of its own, you know. So pop, how did it become? Yeah, like it was. Well, just I think like, people just were like, "Holy crap, this is something totally." It was really different. good. Well, Harrison Ford, and how do you not? Well, James Cameron, director of Avatar, Titanic, and such and such, who is a um, known dick. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a truck driver at the time. Went and saw Star Wars when it came out right away. Quit his job right then. And decided to make movies. Really, and thankfully he's a white male, and that dream came true. Do that, yeah. Congrats, James. James Earl Jones, voice of Darth Vader. Yeah. Decided he thought his part was so insignificant. He declined credit on the first two Star Wars. No, he just said, "I'm barely doing anything, so I don't even need my name on there." No, and he's freaking Darth Vader, like his thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my God. So that's just. That was kind of cool. Little facts. But Close Encounters came out, which is kind of weird, I think. Close Encounters of, of the, the Third, third kind. kind. Yeah, it's okay and kind of weird. Um, lots of, I mean, Smokey and the Bandit, which my husband loves. Avi. Pete's Dragon. Did you see that first one? It's just, I loved it. You know, the animated dragon. Yeah, and the, the, the animated, yeah. That tear your heart out. Yeah. Because it's about a poor orphan boy who is adopted by people that are constantly trying to kill mm-hmm. him and hurt him. And he's running away and he has, his only friend is a pretend dragon. I mean, it's that's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. The new Pete's Dragon was really sad too. God. Um, and then Saturday Night Fever, of course, yeah. that blew everyone's buttholes off with John Sexy Travolta. They gone! Johnny um, could do no wrong in TV the 70s. was Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman, who Which I believe did marry. No, what? I mean, in the show. Is. Oh. Where they fell, like, from a... They fell and broke the shit out of their bones, so they put in a bunch of bionic parts, and then what they go... When they jump... It's six million dollar man and the bionic woman. God damn it! You didn't watch this. <laughs> no, everyone knows about them. I was one year what old when it came out. Oh my god! Um, Steve Austin yes. and Jamie Summers. That, Stone those Cold. Huge. Yeah, Steve Stone Cold Austin. Steve Austin with Lee Majors and Lindsay yes. Wagner. Those two are really married in real life? No, I meant Bionic Woman married oh. the $600 million, or the $6 million. What man. else was, was Lee Majors in the Heather Locklear? He was in um, Fall Guy, wasn't he? Oh, the Fall Guy. Yeah. Um, yep, he was in Fall Guy. Yes. And he was married to Farrah Fawcett. He loved Farrah Fawcett. Yes. And then she, she left, him left him for Ryan, for Ryan. O'Neill. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I'm just, I'm seeing it. Yeah, and then he would jump and it would go. Oh, he could jump high and such. Bionic. They're bionic parts. Like like Wang. Like my, my Rory is going to be bionic. He will be. And he'll jump and it will go. We found out this week that Rory is going to get a cochlear implant, perhaps, which was a little rough for me. It's very, very hard. But he, if he needs it, he needs it. You don't have a choice. Right on. Right on. And he'll rock it. He will. He rocks everything. And by the time he's an adult, think of all the technology they'll have. That it you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they'll be able to do so much, too. That so I'm going to have to watch some bionic episodes. Goddamn fucking so kids in the 70s had to have hearing aids with, like, batteries in their pockets and I big cords know. and stuff. And now you don't even know they're in their no. ear, barely. I know. Why am I such a baby? But I mean, it? well, it's 
sad. Do you know Lee Majors is still alive? Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman, I watched and loved. He's 82. Incredible Hulk, watched, loved. Electric Company, watched. You were two in this year, weren't you? Uh, three, but I mean, it was on like it yeah. was on such. Yeah. Muppet Show, Little House, of course. No, Quincy MD, which was what? weird. He was like a medical detective, or I mean, a ME, and he would like solve crimes too because probably the police were being Quincy like dicks. ME. Oh, I remember this guy, Carol yep. Burnett, and then Jeff- Betty White had a show for one year. The Betty White show that I'd never, I didn't know she had. Oh, that should have been number one. But here are some random weird things. The first high five. How would you know that? By the LA, two LA Dodgers. That seems weird. They just slapped hands and then everyone like went nuts. And now it's a high five. That's weird, isn't it? What? I need to look that up. Um, Slim Fast started. Thanks a lot, Diet. Oh, Jesus. Just, um, just do it from Nike was inspired uh, by Gary Gilmore, a murderer that was actually <gasps> executed that year by firing squad. Like maybe Nike picked something else because he said, just do they said, it. Do you have any before... last words? And he said, just do it. <laughs> oh, and no! Nike took that. Yes. Isn't that the dumbest? Oh no. Um, um I can never wear Nike again. I know. That's so weird. Okay, this nightmares. one I didn't believe and I had to look it up. And then I showed you this to prepare you. This is there unreal. was an openly gay doll, if dolls could be openly gay. <laughs> Correct. If they the were doll's alive. name was Gay Bob, in case you were confused that Bob was gay. Bob had She's a pierced ear. Yeah. Bob's box for his doll was a closet, so he came out of the closet. No. Um and the part that really um well it blew your butthole off. It blew off. my butthole yeah. off is that he was literally anatomically correct. He had a wang. <laughs> a quite significant wang. So Gay Bob was a doll created by a gay man who was like fuck it. Kids should have a fucking gay doll with a huge fucking wang. I mean it had a huge plastic wang. I can't even. And they thought, kids don't know. Kids would play with gay Bob. They don't care. And he thought, it seems even weirder that Barbie and Ken- Barbie has two pointy tits, but then there's no genitals. And he said, kids probably think that's weirder, little kids, than having a wang on a doll. Um. Well, we knew there was something behind there. They were just wearing nude colored underwear. Well... Yeah, I suppose. But I mean, it was really kind of like tongue in cheek. I mean, Ken had a bulge. I mean, Ken is gay. We all know that. <laughs> um, but he, it was really just to be like, fuck you. You know, kids should be able to play with a gay doll. And it's not it's okay to be gay, you know, and just to bring it into the of course, it didn't go anywhere. But I had never heard of it. But at well, the I'm same sure time, were was the whole just... like a movement towards all gay people are ruining our children, like save the children movement. Like it still is now. Yeah. But it was, Ridiculous. I mean, pretty awful where like, even if yeah. people thought you were gay, you could be fired. You could lose yeah. your insurance, yeah. your medical insurance. You could be kicked out of your home. I mean, my God, um, I would like, you can buy a gay Bob. They're like $200 on eBay. Okay. Well, we should definitely, I get know one. a huge Bob, a huge wang. If nothing else yet yeah, to look at the wang, but also in support of our, yes, of our gay brothers and, and then sisters. I need people my age to see if they remember 
the Hobbit animated musical. No. It was played on TV in 1977, and I probably didn't watch it then, but my school would play it in elementary school. And it was so, I remember being terrified and like having memories of, because then there was songs too. And like Gandalf would sing and it was like, it was weird folky songs. He's too old to even have vocal cords. And I did, I totally forgotten all about it. And then South, South Park did like a parody and it was that same weird folky, and like, and then I just remembered, oh, my God, what is that from? And then it was from this goddamn Hobbit animated. Oh, I don't remember this thing that had songs. And it was it scared the shit out of me so bad because they were like elves. Oh, my God, it was so scary. It was on TV. Yes, it was. They played it on TV. And then my school would show it like. Like hmm. on the film reels, you know, like the film big, you would put the whole film on the thing like, oh, my God. And like and then it would go it. me. Like these, songs, and then you'd have yeah, to turn no, the it thi- was like oh, a real no. film. Oh, okay, like film. They would play it. Okay, it and looks like it was horrifying. You can, s- and I'm sure you can still watch it now watch on, YouTube, it on YouTube. And the horrible folky hmm. music, I remember, and I probably it was still why I think folk music is scary because of that. It terrified me. So I will try to put a clip of it on and see if people remember that or were scared. And then I had to read The Hobbit in sixth grade. And I just remember being like, I just am hobbited out. Yeah, that's I, rough yeah. for sixth grade. Too. Oh, it's so hard for sixth mm-hmm. grade. Like, my God, The Hobbit. Really? Yeah, that's I mean, like a high school book. Yes. God. Anyway. Do you hear we, buzzing? Oh, I do. Sorry. Sorry if you're listening. We don't know how to do... There, just, there, that's better. Okay. We don't know how to do... Hopefully they can take that um, out. ...sound things. Yeah. Well, Sarah does, but... It's kind oh. of, but I'll just turn it. I had to get a new microphone cord today because Randy ate mine. So that seemed to have yeah. done something to It'll the sound. It'll be... Maybe they can take it out. Sarah! All right. All right. So we're going to tell you the story. Wait, I oh. never got to do my oh, songs. Oh, I'm sorry. Sarah, I forgot. God damn it. Was this gonna... was what I was looking oh, forward yeah. to They're good in my too. whole life. I was going to cut all okay. of them. There were nine billion of my favorite songs happened yes. in 1977. Now, I would like to remind you that I was born in 1976. That's so, so old. I was six months old when six months to a year when these songs were popular. But let me just um, tell you about some of them. First of all, Eros. Oh, my husband's trying to call me. Stop it. Okay. So first of all, walk this way by Aerosmith. You've got to love it. Second. And maybe one of my favorites of this year was somebody to love by queen. You know I'm a huge Queen right. fan, yeah. and um, so is Gay Bob. I guess Gay Bob loved Queen, and so do I. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again: there's nobody better than Freddie Mercury. Um, so I love that song. Maybe I'm amazed Paul McCartney tried oh, to do it on his own. Yeah. Remember that song? That's good. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. There's a couple yes. of them. You can go your own way. There was a weird ass song called "Put Your Jeans On." I don't even understand. Something. And then it was "Jeans On" again or Je- something. You said put like your two jeans. jeans on. Do you have two jeans on? That's very uncomfortable. Um, 
because one gene I mean, one gene is way too much. It's too much. So two, two genes, genes is unnecessary. Is inappropriate. My genes right now are hurting oh, yeah. my There's gun. Genes shouldn't be worn. We should have learned from COVID that just hard pants aren't, aren't, no. don't have to be a thing anymore. Our guns got bigger. Yeah. Our pant, our genes should just be fucking gone. Well, just um, elastic. Keep going, Megan. Okay. Hotel, California. Yep. Unadapted a lot of people still listen to all these all the time i i like oh what, what did, did jamie say? just say i think he farted and said excuse oh. me um <laughs> uh, andy gibb had some songs and so did oh, the Bee Gees. Andy. how deep is your love is one of, of course, my faves saturday, li- uh, saturday night fever you light up oh. my life that was a great one rod stewart was rocking it and no song is better than my favorite, yes. Crystal Gale. Oh, she killed don't it that it year. Don't it make my brown eyes. Don't it make my brown eyes. Don't it make my brown eyes blue. Did we ever see what she looks like now? Does she have long gray hair? I, I bet she's gorgeous as always. I feel like... Um, she aged like in some sort of I'll cabin in the middle no. of the Appalachians. And she She's looks gorgeous. like a weathered, long, gray haired, gray pubed <gasps> soul. I feel like it's not good. You need I, to find it. Okay. I'm going to All right, start talking, sister. Let's so see. So we are telling the story of the unicorn killer. I, real- I found out he was called. Mm-hmm. They don't call him this. And that is because his... We are going to talk about Ira Einhorn, which means unicorn. Oh, she looks pretty good. I don't know when this that's from. I feel like there's some filler, but she looks way better than I thought. I thought she would look like Grandma Clampett. She looks fabulous. Yeah, she does. I told Um, you she still has long ass hair. Yeah, I just don't know how you make it with hair down to the floor. But I'm glad she has it. Me too. Ira Einhorn, meaning one horn <laughs> unicorn <laughs> in German, which is, we'll talk about why oh, that okay. happens. Oh, okay. That's why that, they um, call him that? Oh. Einhorn means unicorn in German. Okay. And I just thought from Ace Ventura, because Einhorn, Lois Einhorn, ended up being Ray Finkel. Uh, and he says Einhorn and Finkel, Finkel and Einhorn, and that's what I thought of. Uh-huh. Anyway, we start forward a little bit in 1979, where police officers are knocking on a door in an apartment in Philadelphia, violently knocking the mm-hmm. homicide unit. And a slob, a pig man, <laughs> answers the door. And he's wearing a robe, but un. Unlike uh, what's his name, Hugh Hefner. Yeah, he just looks like a pig man, a slobby um, Homer Simpson esque. This robe was filthy, filthy and stained. Stinky. Yeah, crusty, as well as his face, so hair, his and hair. body. And he answered the door. Uh, Robert Stack, of course, our great host of Unsolved Mysteries, mm-hmm. says probable cause more than sufficient to obtain a search warrant, which should have happened, as we'll learn, 18 months yeah, before this. Right? Um, authorities 
were still unprepared for what they would find in the apartment of Ira Einhorn, who happened to be a pretty famous counterculture hero. I had not heard of him, but maybe I did in some way and kind of blocked it out. But Ira Einhorn was incredibly famous, especially in Philadelphia during the 1960s. He was kind of like a hippie that also the man liked, like corporations wanted his attention as well. And hippies liked him. So in Unsolved Mysteries, though, they gave him the credit for organizing Earth Day, which we all celebrate Earth Day, especially if you're a deodorant factory mm-hmm. worker, right? which is a you know, festival celebrating the Earth and trying to save the Earth and not blow it up as we will anyway in 20 years. But what are you going to do? Um, and then I learned that Ira actually stole or actually lied and told people he did come up with Earth Day when really Senator Gaylord Nelson, <laughs> which Jamie and I would have named our child. Yeah. Gaylord <laughs> Nelson. He if came up with only it. Only you would have been knocked up. Right. And that didn't happen. So uh. no Gaylord Nelson. But Senator Gaylord Nelson, he created Earth Day and Ira just took the idea and stole it. And so it kind of gets credited to him. Um, But, you know, he it's was opposed to the war in Vietnam. Shit. He was kind of just like a a really popular, like peace and love and all that kind of stuff he was for sure hippie right he though was such a great speaker he was very charismatic people really liked him he could get a huge following he could get a lot of attention and so a lot of you know they would say that fortune 500 companies really wanted him you know they wanted to hire him and say okay how can we get you to work with us so that we can kind of blend with what the youngs are mm-hmm. wanting you know, and Ira actually ran for mayor of Philadelphia in 1971, which blows my butt off because this man literally, I think, lived under a dumpster. He lived in a pizza he box. Looks, yes. Yep. He looked like, yeah, he had he had a small little mat, a Pilates mat that had been pissed on by various alley cats <laughs> over the years. And he slid the mat under the dumpster and then he would roll under the dumpster in like vomit and piss that had been, you know, by drunks uh, and lived under that dumpster. Uh-huh. Um, wouldn't change his clothes because why? You know, you sleep in them, you wear them, you sleep in them. You're a famous hippie. You don't need um, to be clean. That's what I feel like by looking at this picture. That's what I feel like he lived and smelled like. Through the picture, I could smell him. Anyway, Ira <laughs> was this kind of, you know, like peaceful hippie yeah dude everyone loved him um guy but of course as we all know about this type of man the exact opposite is how they are in real life yep um surprisingly ira had girlfriends and i don't um they had well not not only were they unsighted but they were unnosed (laughs) they did not have a sense of smell they could not see. And sometimes you can smell through your mouth. They must not have had a tongue. No, the olfactory was I mean, none. completely They had no gone. facial features They were all. only hear. Maybe they were not hearing either because listening to him fucking spout off all the time. It had to be horrible. And wax so, yeah. poetic would have made me want to punch him they in the face. They had no... But. Um, none of their five senses worked. No, no. Are, so... Um, he would often beat the shit out of these girlfriends awesome. all the time. Mm-hmm. 
And Unsolved Mystery tells us he, you know, when the cameras and crowds were gone, he was uh, very jealous. Right. Well, um, you walk down the street with your girlfriend and a clean man walks by. They're going to turn their head. <laughs> hey, look, hon. He looks like he changes his clothes and doesn't piss in his, short, his pants and takes a shower. He has some... Um, soap yes soap that's what i was gonna say but then i forgot what it was called. yeah we don't have that he was abusive he was self-centered he was a complete purebred narcissist Mm -hmm. like a uh a real you know top of the line narcissist um could not control his emotions had no self-control had really no self-awareness and all of this shit, I don't even know if he believed it, really. He loved the attention. Mm-hmm. It was, the attention has to be on me. I'll say whatever you want. Um, attention and power. The more I can get, the better. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in 1979, the police are banging down on his Philadelphia dumpster door and trying to come in because he has been the prime suspect for two years in the disappearance of one of his girlfriends, Holly Maddox, who actually was a quite lovely, intelligent woman. Model. Gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful. She wasn't a model, but she could have been. She could have been. Ira and Holly Maddox had met uh, like five or five years before she disappeared Mm -hmm. in 1977. And it shows them in a reenactment um, that they fought a lot. So they show this fighting in right. the stairs. They're like fighting. And they have been showing real photos of Ira. And again, just how you would look if someone rolled out from underneath a dumpster. I mean, beard, like curly beard. But then he had straightish long hair. So it was weird a little bit. And but I feel like it was wiry. They would show pictures of her and she was like... The quintessential 70s woman, right? Uh, like yeah. braless, but tiny, kind of wafy, long, straight hair, oh, no makeup on, yeah. but just the most beautiful features you've ever seen. And then you like wonder, made for a camera. Yeah. You say, how? What happened here? Dear God. How? Um, I can't even explain to you, though, the reenactment Ira had a very <laughs> curly top of the head. And then a very, very straight back of the mullet. And it was jarring. And then a clearly a fake beard taped on um, <laughs> that at least I think matched in color to the head on the hair. But I feel like it was one wig for the top curly part of the head and then another wig like stapled to the curly top. Mm-hmm. So they did make him look a mess, which I appreciated. And so they showed Ira and Holly, most of their relationship was screaming fighting, pretty much. Holly trying to make him just be like a regular, normal dude, asshole, you know, and be kind of together. And he's just always, I mean, a, a, a narcissist, you know, yeah. you can't, yeah. you can't really... They're going to do what they want to do no matter what. And it's all for their attention, their needs. You know, what? what's in it for them all the time. And there's nothing you can say or do to make them think you're correct in the argument or that they're wrong. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Now, Holly was also incredibly intelligent. She was uh, from Texas. She was a cheerleader. Um, and I think she was probably, too, just 
I want to change the world. And Ira has this whole following as just someone who maybe could totally change the world. And she maybe saw his charisma and as someone that, hey, maybe together we can do a lot of good for the planet and for people. And I think had an actual, like, really thoughtful presence and wanted to do some good for the world. And then realized, oh, she hitched her wagon to this, you know, human turd. Dumpster, yeah. I, I, I can't even... So they show them meeting like in some deli and she sits down and he's like, hey, I've never seen you in here before. What's your name? And she says, Holly. And he says, I'm Ira. And it said Holly was blown away by the force of his personality. I mean, he had to have had a lot of charm. I mean, like the rock you think is like the most charismatic person on the planet or something they say you know tons of charisma and yeah whatever. but he looks fucking but, good too yeah i mean if he looked like danny devito I mean, <laughs> but he had the rocks personality women would still say pass right i, I guess rhea perlman didn't well yeah i mean i probably would date danny devito too i like him you really like him um, i know i don't know i don't know i mean because now we're making fun of his looks but that's not, we're going to get into other things too here. That's not. His looks his, were bad. His looks were very bad. Um, So there has to be something. I, I There is, there wasn't anything else. I don't get it. Yeah, that pulls um, you to him. Holly, they say, was not in a real solid stage in her life. She was still trying to kind of make it and find her place in the world. But she was actually really intelligent and very creative. They show another reenactment where I think he's planning his big rally in D.C., which maybe was like the Earth Day rally or one of the Earth Day rallies where he had like millions of people there. And he's talking about getting arrested and stuff. And she's like, can't we just like not not always do this and not always have this big scene or just you know and he just isn't really listening to her taking her ideas even though like her friends say she was just as smart and talented as he was but he you know they said because he was so loud about everything he just overshadowed everybody she was definitely more beautiful oh god um her family though uh met Ira. She Mm -hmm. brought him home to meet her family and they described him as the ultimate nightmare. He was long haired. Fine. You know, (laughs) Jason Momoa has long hair. I'll take it. Yeah. And they said not terribly clean. When you're trying to find a politish way to say filthy and stank, you that's one thing people really draw the line Mm -hmm. at. If you stink, it's so it, that's hard to be around a yeah. big stink you know you can be like sweat oh you were working out and you're sweaty whatever and you might stink for the moment but you take a shower if you have like that week month stink where it's butthole stink and poop stink it's butthole stink and like gross pit stink and foot stink all mixed together and weird wang stink yeah. and breast stink how do you even be around that? Like for five seconds and walk and then walk and you don't walk in a restaurant and that's your date. No. And you, the mater D is like, good God. 
God, where am I supposed to seat you by the shitters where they might blame the shitter? We can't have you by people. No. And then he would get in restaurants because he was famous. I mean, how do you walk around and no one says you stink? You need to take a shower. And they, I can smell your butthole from here, 50 feet away. He, their, her family wasn't even nice about it either. They were like, um, he doesn't smell good, Holly. No, we don't like him. They were very conservative and they said he was incredibly rude. He was rude to Holly. He was ordering her around. He was ordering her sister around. We see from her sister, Elizabeth, he was ordering um, like her parents Mm -hmm. around. Elizabeth said he did not have good personal hygiene. No, let's say it was not pleasant to be around him. She too bringing up the stink. And then we see one of her friends that she worked with, a woman named Andrea Boyce, who I even highlighted this because this is actually like my motto in life. And she said it. Um, She said, Ira impressed me as the man who thought a lot of himself. And I really didn't understand how he could feel that way about himself because I didn't find him that particularly attractive. <laughs> like that because I think that all the time. Nope. Like this person thinks they're all that, but they're they're a horrible dog. Do they know it? And, and it's so mean. And I love that she just said it. Yes. Like, why did he think so much of himself? Because he's ugly. He... <laughs> it's just the meanest thing to say. Like you're supposed to say you should. You have self confidence in yourself, no matter what you look like, even if you smell like <laughs> a rotting wing in a dirty poop butthole. You have confidence, sir. Everyone's beautiful. Nope. And it's not true. It's just not. And I love that she just said it. The people still liked him. I don't get it. Millions of people did. He was a total did. dick. Oh, he's an asshole. So Andrea was working with Holly one night. And they're talking. And Holly turns her head. And Andrea says she noticed a huge mark, like a bruise on her neck. And she said, what the hell's wrong with your neck? And Holly says, I bumped into a door or something no. stupid. And thank God Andrea is just like, I mean, she maybe had a little bit of, you know, some social issues. Maybe. She just said, no, you were, you know, because I probably would have went, okay. Um, she said, someone's hurting you. Like, what happened? You're clearly that someone grabbing you and strangling you or hitting you in the neck. You know, she just right out and said it. Um, and she did. She said, Ira has been hitting me and thank god she was a good friend i just loved andrea i loved her um holly started to try to gather more self-esteem during as the relationship went on but ira continued to be extremely emotionally and physically abusive to her and she just decided one day like holy shit i can't i'm just done i'm not doing this shit anymore she left ira and in 1977 in the summer she just walked out of their apartment, didn't even take any of her stuff, and she went to New York City from Philadelphia. And in New York City, she starts this new relationship with another pretty wealthy guy. Although I don't even know where Ira got his money. I feel like he scammed people out of their money. Like a total, he was a total grifter. Yeah, too. I don't know. Um, so she meets Saul Lapidus yep. or Lapinus Lapidus because <laughs> it was penis. That's right, Lapidus. <laughs> And we see the real Saul. And he's like a handsome older gentleman at the time. Yeah. And they show a reenactment of Saul and Holly going on a big yacht. And just really, he said their relationship was just a few 
weeks, but they were like really close. Mm-hmm. Um, he said she was so bright and wonderfully kind and just a wonderful, beautiful woman. And they just had this really dynamic relationship in this few weeks. And then September, so July, September happens. Ira finds out she's seeing Lapinus, <laughs> Saul Lapinus, and goes crazy, mm-hmm. of course, because a narcissist, you know, I don't want you and I want to hit you, and but you can't be with anybody else because now it looks bad on me. And I don't even understand how one woman gave him the time of day. He was super crazy. He said he was going to throw all of her shit out onto the street unless she came to Philadelphia and went and got it and saw him. Um, so she decided to go. I I wish her friends would have said, buy, you're dating Sal Lapinas. He can buy, he has a yacht. He can buy you new clothes. Like, what do you need? There's <laughs> all going to stink. Anyway, you can't take your stuff out no. of that. It's going to reek. Um, and I'm sure he's pissed on it and stuff. Sometimes people say they're going to throw away your clothes. Oh, and they keep them. And they keep them in a closet. For and a really long time. You know time. what? Those people are fucked. I mean, pretty much hardcore And so fucked. you should never go back and get your things. Uh, Just leave them. No. How many how many murders have we heard over the years of women that went back to get their shit? Right. It happens you every time. You don't go back. You say, it's, you know what? It's, an, it's not. I'm, it's the oldest done. trick in the book. It is. And we're, this is just the beginning in the 70s. We didn't know it yet. Yeah, we didn't know because you still trust the people. Yeah. So Salapinas says, I wasn't too, I didn't have a bad Mm -hmm. feeling about her going to Philadelphia because Salapinas trusted people too. He didn't think people were bad. Um, But he said, I had a very bad feeling when she didn't return. Well, well, yeah, it's all, come on. Yep. And all of her friends, her family, Saul, said it was completely unlike her to just disappear like that. Not, I mean, she was going to come back and she didn't come back. She would have called and said, I'm running late or I, I'm going to stay another day. I mean, her not saying anything was completely unlike her. And I think they knew instantly when she didn't show up or come back home, they knew what happened. So Saul and Holly's family, Holly's friends report that she completely disappeared to the police Philadelphia then detectives decide they're going to interview Ira Einhorn, but I don't think they ever really searched his apartment. He no, came they in. they just talked yeah, to they him. Yeah, they talked to him, but didn't search his apartment, the they, last place that she oh, was Oh, hey, seen. Ira. Oh, uh, hi, guys. Yeah. Now, this is where they should have known he was lying, because he said she disappeared when he went into the shower. They should have said, hold up, sir... By my nose, you have never showered <laughs> once in your life. You have bugs crawling on you. We are now in your living room, which is an alley by this dumpster <laughs> sitting on pizza boxes. Sir, you don't own a shower. No. This is not true. But they didn't say that. And then he also, said... why would, even if he did take a shower, which we all know he didn't, why would he just be like, okay, bye, Holly. I'm going to go take a shower now. Yeah. I've been screaming at you for days, no. but I'm going to go shower no, right I'm now while you're shower. here. Just sit tight. And then he said she went to the store and he actually did tell detectives that she was buying, quote, tofu and sprouts. 
you. Holly is not going to buy tofu and sprouts for you. Not for your fat ass. She's going to get her stuff and immediately leave. Yeah. And then did they look to see if her stuff was still there? Did they go to the store and ask if she was there? No, I don't think so. No. Um, he, and he said, I never saw her again after I went into the shower and she went and got the tofu and sprouts. And they were going to say, where, what refrigerator were you going to put it in? Because a refrigerator can't fit under this one foot span under the dumpster. <laughs> where are you going to plug it into? The strip club next door to your dumpster? Oh, my God. They, I can't believe they just. He didn't. had something over them, too. They were just I don't like, know. Okay, bye. He had a lot of friends in very high places, too, that we'll find out. So Holly's disappearance was completely bonkers to her parents, her friends, because she wouldn't have just left and no. not said anything. So they knew. Especially not leave her new rich boyfriend, Saul. Well, of course not. They knew something terrible happened to her and they were pressuring the police. You have to find out what happened because they knew she was dead um, or somewhere where she couldn't communicate with them or being held somewhere against her will. After a few months, the Maddox family, finally, they want to get some shit done and they hire some former FBI agents to start investigating. This is like Paul Holes before yes. there was Paul Holes. Right. So they start going back and interviewing people, um, filling out all these reports, trying to find out where Holly could go, who last saw her. Um they find out that Ira and Holly did, went to a movie or something. I don't know why she would do that. Um, but the people who saw her at the movie, that was the last time anyone had seen her alive. And then she was with Ira and went with Ira to his apartment. It was like, she still oh. couldn't resist his gross ass smell. Right. And then they learn after talking to friends again, friends of Ira, which I don't even understand how this wasn't found a year ago. Ira was trying to convince friends to help him move a very large and heavy trunk into a river. If your friend asks you to help carry and move a large trunk of theirs and just dump it in a river, that's weird, right? Um, Why are you going to litter this trunk into a river? You're the founder of Earth Day. You don't believe in litter. (laughs) Why, why are you just destroying this river with your shit ass trunk? Oh, fuck, Ira. What the hell? I mean, why don't why not put the trunk in your dumpster and then have it be taken to a dump or give it to someone else to use? It maybe is a nice trunk. Turn it into compost, Ira. What the Ira? Hell? Put it in a river, and then I would say, "What's in the trunk, Ira?" Well, Ira explained that it was filled with secret Russian documents. That's what I'd say, Ira. If you've been you've been smelling your own bo too long. Jankum. And you're hallucinating. Yeah, yeah. The jinkum you've made in your underwear is causing you to have hallucinations. <laughs> this trunk weighs 1,900 pounds. There is not just documents in it, you no. dumb fucker. And why are you throwing and, these documents in right. the river? What are the Russians saying to you? They're not saying shit to you, bitch. No. That's what they said. And so then the detectives figure out, hmm, uh, that seems odd. Well, thank you, finally. Jesus, you dumbass hole. But that wasn't even the breaking point no, or what made them go back. Not at all. Because then they only went back when Ira's neighbors in his Philadelphia apartment start, quote, complaining about a choking stench. I complain about choking stench. My bathroom all the time. 
when my husband's in there is a choking, a very much a choking stench. <laughs> but this choking stench was seeping into their apartment. And it must have been pretty bad because they'd been living next to Ira and must have smelled his choking stench all the time. Right. So this had to be really bad. This was worse than his own B.O. And they talked to the landlord. And when the detectives went around again, interviewing neighbors, they were just saying they brought the detectives in and said, see, there's a big stain up here on the ceiling by the closet. And it was some sort of brown, um, like this brown sticky liquid Ooh. seeping in here. So it was a brown jelly like seeping, choking stench liquid. Holy shit. Dripping from their ceiling into their closet from Ira's apartment upstairs. Um, how long would it take you to have corpse goo drip through your ceiling before you try to do something about it? Dear God. I can't imagine what that would smell like. And that's the know. apartment underneath. What did it right. smell like to uh, the Anyone neighbors else. to the side? Yeah. To I can't. What did it smell like in there? In the apartment. So finally, the how authorities. He, yeah. Is he staying there the whole time? I mean, how did he handle did he it? Yes, he Russian lived there. That's where he lived. That he go stay how with? did people go to his place and not say, my God, it smells worse than normal in yeah. here? <laughs> and I'm used to it smelling bad. I've put the Vicks under my nose, I have the swim the plug on my salts. nose. <laughs> So a detective, Michael Chitwood, and I wrote Shitwood, yeah. but I think he actually tried this mm-hmm. one a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Shitwood goes into the apartment then, and that's the beginning of the episode where we see the detectives breaking, you know, knocking on the door, trying to get into the apartment, which again, they should have done 18 months before. They walk in and they smell the decaying corpse smell that detectives know very well. Well, my God, you should have been able to smell it through the goddamn door. Or the first time you went there. In the reenactment, there's this blanket over the door. And so they pull a blanket down. The door is locked. They cut the lock with a bolt cutter, open it up. And then the so trunk is in there. Yeah, the that's closet. That the trunk was in. Yeah. Um, that's suspicious. And then the trunk yeah. is locked. So they cut the lock off the trunk. And if the trunk is leaking corpse goo, think how bad it had to stink. So they open it up. And of course... Holly was inside the trunk and she had actually mummified, they said. Yes. There were newspapers from 1977. All right. So he was timely. around her. Well, that's going to really stop the smell. And they were just digging through that and found her hand and then her whole body was just there. I mean, think how terrifying... Like, her relatives have to hear that. Like, your beautiful sister or daughter or friend... Had her had to was murdered, and then her body is just shoved in a trunk, and that's where she's just rotting like trash. And then she leaked through the ceiling into other people's right, and they just put up with it for a long time. Eighteen months she was there. Uh, I just like to know that your loved one was treated the way they are. So much in these stories is I I don't know how you go on day to day. Did you write down what Ira said when the police? was like what is this ira no what did he what did he say he said well you found what you found (laughs) (laughs) i mean and this was the charismatic speaker yep wow you found what you found wow now his excuse as well um 
was that the FBI and the CIA uh, framed him by hiding Holly's bo- body in the closet. But wouldn't, if he, wouldn't he, he notice and say, hey, what's this? And then when you notice that your girlfriend is dead in your closet in a box, wouldn't you say, I didn't do that? Oh, the Russians, I guess, locked a, put a padlock on one of my doors. Yeah, I, I didn't notice it until now. That. Yeah. Oh, in my closet. What kind of a dumb bitch is this? Well, how inflated is your ego that you think that the Russians would even give two shits about some fucking weird ass smelly hippie and, who yeah. lived in New York City? No one gives a shit about you, Ira. My God. Now, he gets an attorney that was um, the Philadelphia DA. Mm-hmm. Um, is at the time this was shown, was currently a senator. And a presidential hopeful, Arlen Specter. So Arlen being obviously very politically high up in the ranks and had quite probably wealthy, political motivated friends, got bail for Ira. And I still don't know how he made his money. He must have grifted off of people. So Shitwood says the detective... Back in 1979, they said when they allowed him out on bail, he said repeatedly that he was offended by that, which should be. But he said, I just watched in the courtroom knowing that if he got bail, got out on bail, which some rich socialite paid his bail. I don't know how that happened. He knew that he would be gone. And so he was just completely disgusted that all these wealthy senator types, political types were up there to the judge speaking on behalf of Ira Einhorn. They said singing his praises, saying, oh, he'll get bail. He'll, you know, he's not a murderer. He'll come back and speaking for him and the judge allowed it. And what do you know, right before the start of his trial, Ira, they show in the reenactment, his filthy self going to the airport in a taxi Shouldn't they have just, they've recognized Ira. He just drove away. He just drove away. And then got on a plane and flew away. And left. Yep. And dozens and dozens of years had passed. So that was in 81. Yeah. And the the other lawyers also said to like, um, anyone else who was charged with murder like that, like they wouldn't have even thought about giving them bail. No, especially that with the fucker, body yes, rotting in, in his, your, in his house. house. He clearly yeah. did it. So they were just pissed. They did do a tri- a trial with him being gone and he was ended up convicted guilty. Of course, he was missing. Mm-hmm. So this episode was missing. It was for people to try to find out where this dumb fucker had gone. They know he had lived in Europe, hence mm-hmm. unicorn killer for Einhorn in Germany. He had lived in Ireland and Sweden and they eventually did find him. So w- the update is he was found in France and he was living in a windmill with a Swedish heiress. Yep. Her name that was his was wife. Annika Floden. So Annika was also born without eyes, nose, <laughs> mouth, tongue, ears, or skin sense of touch. So she was... <laughs> A blow up doll that somehow got to be an heiress Mm -hmm. to some dork Swedish douchebag. Yeah. So this blow up doll and he, Ira, lived in a windmill. What in the (laughs) hell? Oh. 
Anyway, so he was found, brought back to the United States, and it was good because the sister got to see him arrested and put in jail, and he died last year during Mm -hmm. COVID. I think he Mm -hmm. got COVID and died. Hmm. Too bad, stinky butthole. You couldn't, you lost your taste of smell, your taste and smell beforehand, and which uh, you're jailmates wish they could lose their sm- sense of smell i bet stink fuck i mean he was just a total dick he was known to beat all of his other girlfriends too and nobody cared no one gave a shit um ira actually when he was arrested for the final time by the way his wife annika like stood by him What's wrong with her? The total. She's yeah, differently abled in the brain. Um, police found some of his journals and they said things he wrote to beat a woman. What joy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Stink. Fuck. Yeah. You are dead now, but you were gross. And ugly. He even tried <laughs> to uh, die by suicide. He attempted to slit his own throat. Could he not find it under all the um, stink? After he was arrested for the last time. And it was basically, he was just, he didn't do it well enough because he didn't want to be actually go to the U.S. He was still in yeah, extraditing wherever him he was. was. Tough, yeah, I guess. So he tried to slit his throat, but it didn't work. So you'll see there are pictures of him that have like Oh, please. He yeah. had such a horrible has, neck beard and beard. He couldn't get through it yeah. enough to his skin. He has bandanas around. Ugh, and idiot. he also had at his trial, they had two of his other girlfriends who he'd beaten. He had strangled one. He smashed a Coke bottle over her head. He was just a fucking. He also looks like a drunken Santa that had yes. been run over by a semi <laughs> and then had like a pig pen poured on him and yep. then like camels shitting on his face yep that's what he looked like in court that is what he looks like oh what a horrible creature i'm glad that they finally caught him again and at least he didn't have to live his life in a windmill in a beautiful land in france drinking wine and cheese why poor holly's family is mourning no god i hate him sucks asshole anyway that is our story for you this week And we hope you (laughs) enjoyed it. And we will um, be here next week. See you next time. Let us know what you think. Join our groups. Follow us on social media. Give us a five-star rating. Yes, we could use some ratings and reviews. We've had great ones. Thank you so much. We love them. Um, Tell your friends to listen and spread the word. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. (laughs)